0: All right, pre-show shenanigans. Uh, this is one of the most appalling things I've ever seen in my life as a student.
1: Some would say a criminal offense.
0: I like technically not, but uh, in terms of social, as, norms, as it comes to like
1: class conduct. Yeah.
0: Yes. 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 Like this is way worse than anything Connor Stallings did. Okay. At least Connor uh, Stallings had well, good intentions. There's
1: creativity with that one.
0: Okay, and another thing is, I mean, we have a lot to break down with the Michigan scandal, but it I don't keeps know how getting much time... better and
1: better. I don't no, know we're gonna have, we have to make for time that. We have but, to make I time, mean, w-
0: but with this story, I mean, this might take like this might take up so much time, we might not even have time to fully dive into it. And Everett, I'm not sure if you saw this, but Audrey's took out a fifty million dollars. I run. did see that. Uh, I just but, saw okay, that. Okay, okay. There was a kid in my class next to me. Who brought a spit cup for his Zen? So I'm not I'm not calling out the Zinners. I'm not calling out the Zenichini Alfredos of the world. I'm not doing that. Yeah, Dustin I'm May. We're not out, doing you
1: like that. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh yes, Dustin May. I am not doing that to you. T.J.
1: Hawkins in. We are not forgetting you like that about added. your
0: team. Like actually, every single player. Justin Jefferson. Player. Jordan Addison. Kurt Cousins. Alexander Madison. I mean the whole team, Cam Akers, That's that's why he doesn't get PT. That's <laughs> why it all it all makes sense now. It, it all adds up. Ooh, wait. Now there's not KJ Oz. No, yeah.
1: I'm trying think to think of it anybody up. else.
0: Oh, Harrison Smith. Ooh, okay. That's why. That's why he will be a Viking. For a while, okay? <laughs> that that is why we know now. We know now. Harrison Phillips. Wait, Patrick Peterson oh shit we might have
1: oh, no 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 you screwed it up that, We're gonna pretend that, would just that never doesn't played. exist
0: okay okay but back, back to the main point okay i don't know if i've ever, ever had more secondhand embarrassment for someone in my life seeing this person bring a spit, club, uh, spit cup to class now many things to dive into here first from a peer perspective to the other college students in the class i i had a visceral uh gut-wrenching reaction when i saw this and noticed it i I had to mentally take myself out of the class i I had to you know look at it from a bird's eye view okay i literally it was like assassin's creed and i went up into the bird's eye view, and i I like left my body and i'm now a spectator looking in on the class and i was like holy shit like first to a degree i respect him for having the balls to just have it and it was just on his desk okay he wasn't like putting it like next to his chair or anything trying to make it subtle like he was trying to make a statement to the class that he has a spit cup and he does not care yeah he
1: has a nicotine addiction he really wanted to make that one poignant
0: yeah and and that the spit cup so many so many things to dive into here uh and the only reason why i i like noticed this is because the kid asked a question and before he asked, it, he's like, sorry, and like made a big deal of spitting into it. I was like,
1: You just know he thinks he looks so fraud cool. alert,
0: fraud alert, fraud yeah. alert. Oh, you just oh, I I know he thinks he,
1: he, so he cool. thinks that he looks like the sick, like dude, like in the TV oh. show, you know, oh, like yeah. he's like the cool guy doing the new
0: new trend. Thousand percent. No. No, that that's not the image that he portrayed by doing that. Uh that, that's not the look that he wanted to get. Okay. So yeah, not a great look, but also, okay, uh, from a student professor relationship. I now I know it's not it's technically not illegal to Zen in class, but I mean, obviously the professor's gonna have a, a negative opinion of him for the rest of the semester like
1: yeah that that, that's going to be an uphill battle to get an
0: a in that what class is it by the way it's not not a hard class it's an excel class so which i guess if you're i that's as less subjective as possible like it is just numbers like you're either right you either get the number and know how to do it or not so i guess if you were going to be in a class where you don't care what the professor thinks it would be that class, but still, I, I just let's there, also ask
1: what time is this class at?
0: Noon. Now, okay, I, all right, better, better than if it was, if it was, 8 it was a. like a nine a.m. Yeah, that'd be a little but, brutal. So, noon, slight, <laughs> get a slight pass there. Maybe he's dieting, maybe, maybe he's skipping lunch, maybe he's doing intermittent fasting. I'm to get and that slim, slim figure. Yeah, that. I don't know, I don't know, but there's just so many factors in play there so many red flags to do that and he didn't see any of them so yeah I'm just sure. imagine <laughs>
1: imagine you're you you're popping a zen in right and obviously i'm
0: now i will I, a quick side note i will say i did not notice him popping a zen in so if he did that in class oh, great slide of hand. so he could have a him.
1: art so you're sure it is was a zen though correct
0: I actually, I mean, I confirm. So now, technically now can't the, the story's
1: credibility it, is falling. What else through. could
0: it could it have been?
1: I mean, he's got a spit cup. The other alternative is.
0: But it wasn't, it was clear. Oh. We don't need to go on the details, But
1: I was going to say, but... obviously, between Zinn and Dip, Dip is more disgusting, right? Like everybody is yes. way more disgusting. I think
0: I would have respected him so more. Why? Than...
1: But like, why would you want to associate yourself with someone having the idea you have Dip in over like I don't, I don't i don't get that i don't um, know Everett.
0: there's a lot of questions that we don't have the answers to that's why look, we're discussing I,
1: this. I uh you know i i don't want to cut this conversation short and i want no, no, to know sort of no. We, we, can, we can cut this uh, one short uh, I, I i have some breaking news uh yeah. not good breaking news
0: bob Knight, has,
1: bob Knight has passed away really yeah one minute ago
0: Yeah. That is that is so ironic. I literally, my dad the other day was, sent me an article. So Bob Bob Knight played at Ohio State. He went to college at Ohio State. And when he was a student there, he took a class under Woody Hayes, who is the legendary Ohio State football coach. And like, it was an article from Bob Knight talking about how now we know Bob Knight as the basketball coach, of course, he was talking about how woody hayes was telling him historic like it was a history class so it wasn't like a coaching class nothing to do with athletics he was saying though seeing how woody hayes like addressed the classroom how yes if he was the football coach everyone knows that's his that's his main goal but bob knight seeing how how much effort Woody Hayes put into his history class when he was the football coach. Obviously, that isn't his main priority, but it was an important article for me seeing, I guess, like character. E- even if it might not be important to you, you're still the authority figure. You still need to put in 100% regardless if you want to do it or not. Uh, but I, I personally... I'm not going to act like I have many Bob Knight personal memories. Yeah, I mean, I obviously have very, very limited connections to him. But... Of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Bob Knight, uh, Indiana basketball, synonymous. Bob Knight, like, now, Indiana basketball, it's not quite where it is right now, but they're they're one of the established blue bloods of the sport.
1: Yeah, he's one of the founding, team. we'll say founding fathers yeah. of college basketball.
0: Yeah, actually. So... That that is awful to see Bob Knight. I, I I do know that he played or was an assistant for Coach K uh at the Army together. But obviously Bob Knight has impacted so many lives, not only college basketball, just around his entire community. And that is that is awful to hear. That that is awful to hear. Uh thoughts and prayers to the Knight family. Hoosier basketball will we'll be back too. okay. And I say we there as a Big Ten basketball fan. Okay, when UCLA joins, we get all eleven of those natties. Those all count as Big Ten nets. Okay, but without further ado, how, how do I even how do I even like slap To now, okay. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Waterboy Podcast. Today it is episode one hundred sixty-six. I stand corrected this World Series is actually so bad calling it mid would be an overstatement James Harden is a clipper Connor Stallions got exposed for wearing Google glasses on the central Michigan sideline, and the NFL was absolutely ridiculous yesterday on trade deadline and ironically a trade wasn't the biggest news of the day, but. Everett breaking news James Harden is a Los Angeles Clipper, uh, what are your thoughts. They're
1: they are assembling the 2014 All-Stars.
0: Yeah, yeah. That is. I'm sorry. I need to my, my dad texted something very similar to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let me pull it up. I, I need to pull this up.
1: We got okay. we've got Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook.
0: Okay, from my dad. Harden to clippers, lol. They would be unstoppable if it were 2015. Oh, off by one year. But close. Close. Right there. I'm just saying, uh, when it comes to the NBA, I'm as casual as it gets, but even I know that Hawaii Leonard, Paul George, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. Uh, So Russell Westbrook will have 20 shots a game, okay? He will demand the ball, okay? He'll shoot 20%. He will 20%. make three of them. Y- yes, he'll shoot 20% from the field. Harden mm-hmm. is going, okay, let's embrace debate. How soon will James Harden force a trade out of L.A.? How soon?
1: I don't know. There's a lot of strip clubs there.
0: So that is another thing we need to dive into. So strip club business in the LA area, something I am personally extremely familiar with. I'm an avid strip club uh, connoisseur. Don't That's know if I, like I would have
1: stated that one live on the pod,
0: but okay. Well, I mean, I'm definitely not being sarcastic here. I mean, look at No, it. you're not. You're the being part. dead serious. Look at the part. Uh, but let's just say Harden might put. Put LA strip clubs back on the map. Okay, we know we know what it's like in Houston. They are thriving out there. But we can. We're talking now about an entire industry in LA that's going to profit immense amounts from James Harden. So he don't ever say he didn't help out small businesses. Yeah, you know, James you, Harden's helping the community.
1: Who do you think uh, is uh, is more excited about this trade, Clipper fans? Philly fans, or not Philly fans, uh, 76er fans. (laughs) Philly fans, technically, too. Uh, and uh, Actually, no,
0: you have a point. I (laughs) would say Sixer fans now. It's not all Philly fans. And when I say Philly fans, I mean Eagles and Phillies pre-getting bounced. So for those fans, individuals, Sixers isn't built into that. Like, the process did not work. Like, so... I... You are you have a point there. Sixers fans are not necessarily, or Philly fans are not necessarily, not necessarily Sixers Sixer fans. fans. Yeah, si- all Sixer fans are Philly fans.
1: Yes, yes, yes. it's like the yes. Venn diagram yes. where it's like, yes. yeah, it's a little,
0: yeah. But I actually think I would say Philly fans are the happiest, and do not <laughs> know what they got in return. I just know they hate Harden, and <laughs> I would actually Nicholas say Batum? they are the happiest. If I remember correctly, he was on the Sixers, like with the Jimmy Butler team that lost to the Kawhi. So yeah, they're just running it back to mid. Run it back. Uh fun yeah, fact Joel, by Embiid, the way. Owner uh,
1: owner of the uh, 76ers, same uh, you owner know, of the I, commanders. I, okay, Everett.
0: I am I'm, I'm gonna do this is for you. I'm oh, I'm boy. gonna be for Philly fans. Thank Joel you. Joel Embiid's gonna be a New York Nick. He's gonna be a New York Nick. Come on, guys. Stop, stop lying to yourself. Stop acting like it's not gonna happen. Embiid's going to New York. Okay. Stop lying to yourself. You You don't want to admit it because you know it's true and you know how much it'll hurt. But
1: Yeah, the dynamic duo we all thought was going to run the NBA, McCall Bridges and Joel Embiid.
0: Oh, no, no, no. That's Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, actually. Oh, sorry, the the dynamic trio. That's how much we've forgotten about Ben Simmons, okay?
1: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. You can't put Ben Simmons back with Joel Embiid.
0: Definitely not. (laughs) <laughs> I don't so, think that's good for for Jimmy Butler definitely has a restraining order from Joel Embiid. So, like, that will never happen again. Like, it is very funny that, wait, actually, it might be the Timberwolves that Jimmy Butler's like, we don't know. He, about. he, no, no, like it's a, the no, it's the Sixers. No, well, he right.
1: hates the Timberwolves. Shit he when time. he's talking it's about one team that Jimmy when he's like when he it's the bring up when he's team. when I'm he's sorry. talking about like his career path he's like yeah i was on the bulls and then i i went to philly uh and then um miami I mean, no mention yeah. of the Timberwolves yeah
0: that's damn it i i didn't mean i didn't mean but <laughs> sorry sorry uh okay hey, but, don't
1: apologize to me man i don't okay but yeah
0: james harden is a clipper the one thing i want to say saw they had the video of harden Showing up to the locker room for the first time, Westbrook sitting there dapping him up. Obviously, Thunder they they know each other, but you see Terrence Mann sitting just right so next pissed. to Westbrook, and the caption on the tweet was "The look in your eyes, seeing your minutes drop from 27 to 18 in real time." And I mean, that was that was literally it, right? There. Like I seeing Terrence Mann's reaction, just like oh my fucking god, there's no way this is happening right now. Yeah, I. I, I had to feel bad for terrence I, I, that that was just so funny uh but that's all you got anything else to dive into the nba oh, yeah. okay. i think are like two and one so hot star, timberwolves
1: but. look terrible per usual um uh,
0: tanking for cooper flag it's all right it's all right uh didn't meet sure him I saw... actually
1: not not met... literally i didn't meet oh, oh, him i didn't oh, meet oh. i i but i saw him
0: um
1: or like allegedly allegedly saw I him i stopped because...
0: caleb williams yes
1: well, when I was in uh Vegas the other month, he was apparently in the hotel while I was there.
0: Ooh, so Flag, who is 17, I believe. So all I'm going off of what somebody said. Somebody
1: said that they, they saw him. We have him breaking there. news. Somebody said they saw him there, okay?
0: So I'm just going off of that. All right. UNLV, they're back on their recruiting visits, man. Holy shit, oh. they're back. Uh Red Rebels. But on a serious note, Cooper Flag is going to be the next great White Duke legend. Okay, he will follow in the footsteps of Leitner, of JJ Reddick, of Grayson Allen. Cooper oh. Flag is going to get it done.
1: I don't know if I, okay. I don't know if I throw in Grayson Allen in there, but
0: well, I'm just talking hated, hated Duke players. That yeah, but M- okay, university.
1: JJ Reddick, obviously. I mean, Duke. now at Duke, that's fine. Duke. Now, now,
0: <laughs> JJ Reddick, well, Beautiful. I... Great podcast, by the way. Old Man and the Three. But he was talking about like how over time he like broke his reputation as the Duke basketball, annoying Duke basketball player. And like he was pretty much saying, like in the NBA, as he became a role player, like wasn't the star player like getting all the shine and love and just like Putting in the work, being a role player, like being a good teammate and stuff, he was like earned his respect that way. I'm just saying though, like Leitner, I, such a side tangent, I know. But for the dream team back in the day, for the Olympic team, they'd have one college player on the team. Leitner was the one college player on the 1992 dream team, and I think he got 45 seconds of game time. He was in the club trillion. Yeah, we have gone over 0. that before. 0. <laughs> anyway though the tony Stell smell kind of yes. kind of stat yes. line the, the mark Titus <clears throat> special but leitner in the practices in the dream team doc later doesn't get any screen time at all but like i have a vivid memory clip of i believe clyde drexler dunking on him and that must have been like the biggest hazing experience of his life uh, like you are surrounded by jordan bird magic uh like all of them and they are just dominating the absolute (laughs) shit out of you you are just out of college haven't played in the nba yet and you're just getting demolished by nba legends like
1: now now if you were like kobe though and and you you start putting up game versus them if you remember in the last dance where the
0: all-star game in the last dance MJ, kobe, MJ MJ
1: was knew. like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna win this against this kid one-on-one and after the game he's like all right kobe like jordan jordan did win the matchup there there are but- a
0: lot of parallels between the 92 dream team when mj and bird were like hey this is our league michael move over and then they were like oh never mind the torch has been passed Little torch passing moment in, I believe, the 98 All Star game. I believe 98? Ye, maybe, yeah, yeah, because it was his rookie year, right? Or was it, yeah, yeah, it was, I, this, I think know it was rookie. Year. That was MJ's last year in Chicago, but regardless, yes. way, way yes. too much side tangent there. A lot of basketball, pretty impressive. I don't know how basketball. we
1: managed to do that one, but yeah, uh, uh,
0: quick, quick on the MLB. Uh, I stand corrected. This World Series is all, uh, with Adolis out now. After game one, being like back and forth, I was like, this this could be exciting. But now they're just blowout games. It was 10-0 in the third inning. Right. Didn't realize yeah. we were watching a football game. Yeah, I mean, I was... I was, was going to make only, the if joke. only like the Pirates were in so we can make like a Matt Canada offense. I, I was going to make a uh,
1: joke about how the uh, Rangers Iowa put up offense. more points than uh, than the Cardinals offense last week because they play the Diamondbacks. But uh, didn't reach 24, so... Didn't get that far.
0: Yeah. But uh yeah, the world series, I'll put a finger up. Very bad. I
1: yeah, you can't be dissing Corey Seager like
0: that. I will be honest, I was being like, hey, let's try to not blame everything else. Let's try to see what are the Dodgers doing wrong. Maybe there's the playoff format. (laughs) Maybe that actually is why we suck. And I do think they're going to change it Like these are the lowest ratings. Like
1: F, like I in the last know, in 10 years, years but like, last like 10 years right decade, it
0: was like since which 2016 is, which is ridiculous like the covid year was the lowest but no no every- this, this
1: was lower than covid year
0: no no i know but i'm saying before that it was the covid but every single championship was down in the covid year so that makes sense uh and because la was playing it, we have haters but yes but the more fun part um the actual interesting part the padres took out a 50 million dollar loan a month ago in september to address short-term cash flow issues which included player payroll now first thing i want to point out i'm gonna assume the padres aren't the only team to do this because they were with valley sports valley sports went bankrupt many many mlb teams are partnered with valley Valley sports Sports. their rsn and so that is a major revenue stream that just gone so that is a large reason why but also a large reason why is cuz the Padres have been throwing money around and we've been asking where do you get these uh where do they get this money from oh loans that's how they get it from uh so uh, wait so does that
1: mean the bank could technically seize the Padres if they don't repay it <laughs> we have a bank owned team
0: <laughs> <laughs> now now we can really start the podcast okay uh (laughs) uh, could you imagine okay okay this one i'm trying to think about here what's
1: what's like a what's like a local california bank
0: a specific california state only bank
1: uh what was the whatever the one i I was uh, gonna make a joke about the one that went bankrupt in san francisco like last year but instead we'll just go with this uh, imagine imagine they just get their their loan from like Say like Capital One. Yeah, Capital One owns the Padres now. Uh, yeah,
0: uh okay. Greatest asset a bank has ever owned. All right, it'd be very fun. You see Samuel L. Jackson now doing the commercials. Tell us what to do with the Padres. <laughs> I mean, we got potential here, Everett. Okay. There are a lot. Of, I mean, what I just thought of. What's right in away. your wallet? Now I know, I know we're talking banks here, but like let's just say somehow there's a California state bank, okay? Now not going to get into a, a, a political talk here but let's go back to a fun time when the california governor was arnold schwarzenegger imagine arnie taking over yeah it's just Californ- the, the a's the athletics okay that's california arnold comes in takes oh my it god over. i mean now hold the on. a's are back back hold on okay? hold
1: on hold on hold on hold on i know that this is a funny segment but i have a legitimate question now if baseball teams can take out bank loans what the fuck are the a's doing
0: well, the the thing is, this is the thing about the A's, because they spend so little, they actually do profit. Like they're <laughs> spending so little that it's not it, it's not a large revenue stream.
1: Yeah, but if but the whole profitable. issue. If the whole issue is, well, I don't know if they were profitable after this past season.
0: Okay, I stand correct. Uh, I probably well, Las no. Vegas a lot of taxpayer money is going to that stadium. Did Las they official, are they
1: officialize affid- that though? Because remember, they lost the land that they were going to build the stadium. That on. is
0: true, but I think they got that. They got that
1: either thing. way. Either way, if the whole issue was we don't have money to be able to spend. Remember Moneyball and the owners like we just don't have the budget. Just like oh, yeah, the fuck you don't. Hits-
0: call up wells fargo all right well well call up samuel jackson and capital one in there you know it's the thing is in terms of a gm owner relationship to convince the owner to potentially put your franchise in a position where you need to take out a 50 million dollar loan you're gonna have to have a pretty good baseball team in effect okay you're gonna have to have a pretty solid team on the field for that owner to be like
1: yeah that collateral team. is just not there with the a's the bank's like we don't even want this
0: so i do not know the name of the padres owner i should know that but i know that his father was the former owner of the dodgers and yeah. i know that he you know Probably once, probably definitely grew up a Dodger fan. What the hell am I saying? His dad was the owner. Obviously, he grew up a Dodger fan. But bad judgment on his part. Xander Bogarts was not worth that. No, he was not, okay? You Darvish that contract, probably not worth it. Uh, Great trade. Great trade picking up uh, Cater, but the rest of the pen. You know, there are other guys that you got to bring out and put in games too. So, yeah, Padres... I think we should be the bigger man here. Everett. I think we should help out our little brother. I'll I'll use that term from Michigan. We'll take that Soto contract off your hands. We'll help you guys out financially. We'll turn that $50 million loan into a $20 million loan. Give us Soto. That that foul alert applies to the Padres, not Juan Soto. Okay, that applies (laughs) to the Padres, not Juan Soto. Okay, if Juan Soto joins the Dodgers and hits 150 in the postseason, I will never give an opinion on baseball ever again for the rest of my life. I will never do it for the rest of my Taking life. Taking a mental clip that right now. Okay. <clears throat> but that is the only player where I'm certain the Dodgers can't curse him. Only hitter right now. Uh but okay, on to college football fun stuff. Everett.
1: Okay. One and you know, only. I know you want to talk about Michigan.
0: Actually, before I get into it,
1: I want to let you have. I don't I, I want that to be the the the, the meat of the of a college football segment before we get into the nfl so before you get into that i want to get my little like bit um obviously college football playoff rankings came out uh differ from the football ap polls,
0: yes yes
1: differ from the ap polls big thing to note which we will you'll probably talk about when it comes to um the scandal for michigan ohio state's number one um <clears throat> but big thing i want to say is tulane ranked above air force Major for us, major for us, and it actually also is a
0: very big.
1: Also, team. for anybody saying that it's undeserving, and Air Force deserves to be it, look at the strength of schedule. Okay, Air Force has, I believe, that their toughest opponent is ranked 78th in the country. Tulane's toughest opponent, the one lost, to Ole Miss, ranked 10th without their starting quarterback, without our starting quarterback when we were in until the fourth quarter, okay? It's 17-point loss, but it really was, like, a seven-point loss. Some bullshit. Now,
0: if I believe, don't have this by fact, I remember Lane Kiffin saying something along the lines at halftime of the two-lane game. We are playing awful. This is an amazing football team we're up against. So that's coming from Lane uh, Kiffin. It, it was, uh, we
1: about. would lose if Mike was playing.
0: Yes, that was it. That was it. That was it. Even more telling. Uh, but... but also
1: i do appreciate the fact that i mean obviously we were talking about last year we were talking on the podcast we were like well these these rankers they don't they don't care about the g5 they don't care about these these teams at all this year it seems like they've actually paid attention to the g5 to these top programs and have actually given credence to the schedule there was there would be a time where they'd be like oh two lanes got a loss yes but we've actually played difficult teams and it was noted that our win on the road versus Memphis was like the clear defining game that they were like, okay, this team's better than Air Force. And <clears throat> I just like, I think that it, it gives me a secondary like kind of viewpoint on we were all, we've always been talking like, yeah, should a undefeated 14 and O or not for, like 12 and G G five team get in over a, uh, one or two loss bama or something like that like i think it was like a two loss bama let's just say that right and it gives me a new definition on that like yes if that strength of schedule is difficult but if it's like air force where it's not really that hard like air force plays army this week okay uh, and then they play hawaii so i mean those are two games you're in, no they're gonna be tight and know you should not be losing army you should not be losing the yes. hawaii okay and um
0: hawaii i mean it's
1: rainbow warriors all right Um, but if that's their schedule and Bama's a two loss team versus the the SEC, right? I'm going to say put the two loss team in because they've played harder teams and won against harder teams. Like that, that air force is not going to be like a good matchup. So, yeah.
0: So, well, this is the one thing. So under, under this system for team, like when Cincinnati got in, that was crazy okay like cincinnati getting in they were 13 and 0 undefeated aac champ and there were still rumblings like no they should not be in now regardless what ended up happening uh in their playoff game cincinnati deserved to be in that uh playoff game but also team wise strength of schedule strength of record wise they also deserved it that way too over the alternative right right exactly i'm not going to act like ohio state deserved to get in that year. like no i i'd
1: also like to state um there are I only will... there are only two teams in the college football playoff rankings that have not played another team ranked in the college football playoff rankings first and team is I air think force I know who those are oh, first team is air force man. second team michigan
0: michigan i knew, i knew that i thought georgia was going to be in there
1: Jeez. no georgia has played i think they played ole miss didn't they play ole miss
0: i don't think so
1: i'll have to double i'll have to double check that right now but but um (laughs) those are the two teams i believe
0: i oh i think georgia has already beaten missouri I i think
1: that's it let's see
0: i think that is it
1: uh they played kentucky uh they play missouri this week
0: Wait, who is there? who is their ranked win? Uh, do they play? Kentucky, Atlas? Kentucky. But but Kentucky isn't currently ranked in the college of all playoff. Wait, what oh. do you mean? Just AP wins?
1: No, it might. Maybe it's AP pool.
0: It's probably uh, AP wins. Wait, maybe. wait, are you saying? I, okay, I could. It Georgia
1: could also wins, be on exactly. that. But but yes, it still applies to oh, AP. Michigan so, hasn't won either, as it.
0: Uh, so real quick, my one stance on <laughs> Ohio's. Lo- oh, actually, let me finish this for Tulane. When it goes to a 12 team, this initial ranking for you now I know, it's not this season. But this is one thing where I actually think Tulane, you guys should be pretty hyped on. And I'm oh, not we are. saying this is I'm not fantastic. saying this to discredit, well, I'm about to say something and I I mean this in the most lit way possible for you being affiliated with Tulane. Because you were the best G5 team last year. Won the AAC and you beat USC. Now, I know last year should have zero impact on this season. It shouldn't. But that's not how college ball. that's not how the people doing these polls, vote. they don't watch all these games, okay? So they are literally just going off of like, oh, well, I Tulane, won it last year, they beat USC. Yeah, they're the best G5 team. And I think the only way you lose that title as best G5 team is if you did not win the AAC. That's the only thing. Like, you control your destiny here is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, 100%. If we, if we lose again and Air Force goes undefeated, Air Force will obviously be over us no matter what. But, moving
0: forward, <clears throat> though, under the 12 team, this is uber, uber no, hype is, for Tulane. this is very this good. This initial ranking is the most hype shit of all time for Tulane right now. Because moving forward, you guys are going to start the season as the G5 team. And people need to take you down. That
1: I, I would like you, you to knock on some destiny. wood right now, though. If, if I'm possible. Knocking. Now I I
0: know I'm just saying. Obviously, things can change or whatnot, but this is phenomenal for you guys. Like you control your destiny. That is great. Um, okay, let's. Uh. But okay. Uh, one thing into... I did want to say though, real quick, about uh, <clears throat> Ohio State being ranked number one over Georgia and Michigan. If we're talking resume here, Ohio State has two top 10 wins. Those are based off the AP poll, okay? Now, right now, Penn State's ranked 11th. Notre Dame's ranked 15th. So it's not like they've dropped out and these teams suck and those wins mean absolutely nothing. But my point is those AP polls rankings That should not carry as much weight. We should be looking at the team's rankings end of season when you evaluate those wins. For example, last year, Ohio State had a top five win for their college football playoff resume, Notre Dame week one, and we know how they turned out the rest of the season. That should not be a top five win. It counted. The playoff committee said it was. That should not be. That's stupid. That's why preseason AP polls are dumb. They're so stupid. But you are saying
1: that if, let's say, you win against the 23rd-ranked team in the nation late in the season, and then they end up falling out of it later after that loss or win. That win win
0: should be devalued, yes.
1: But you should think it still counts as a ranked win. No, In comparison, you think that if any team, no matter what, if they were ranked and then fall out of rankings, no matter where in the season, it should not count as a ranked win?
0: Well, it should be reevaluated i think that so, th- i think that it's
1: reevaluated no matter like what like the if notre you, dame ohio state if you ohio lose, to a, if you lose to a team that ends up becoming the third ranked team in the nation and or if you beat a team that ends up becoming like the 15th ranked team in the nation obviously i think it's going to change the valuation of that win or loss no matter what but yeah. i do think that and i do think that if you if you win or lose to a team that ends up that was ranked and ends up falling out I think it changes the evaluation too, but I still think you have to regard that matchup at that time as
0: I, I get a that. ranked
1: matchup. I understand but I, I, that. And I, I do we, think that you do reevaluate.
0: Like, I understand that. And I would also say that, like, for a team like Notre Dame, a top program, like, it was the first week of the season, but an undefeated top tier school, they are going to approach a game sig- way differently. Knowing that the season's still ahead of us, we're undefeated, then if it's in week eight when Notre Dame was, what, like four and four? Like, it's a whole different approach and mentality. I understand that. I will just say, though, that is one thing, the AP poll, that I I just I disagree with. I, I, I think it's dumb how Ohio State will have two top ten wins for the rest of the season no matter what, even though Notre Dame and Penn State are very good and could and then,
1: um okay let's get into what everybody's been waiting to hear about obviously um yeah okay Connor your weekly update episodely update of the michigan scandal
0: yeah like la- last week i did not or last episode on monday i didn't have like a major update because the things that came out were kind of just some confirmations. Okay? Yeah, they were so, waiting but, to drop
1: the Woj bomb of, of the yeah, scandal we, until well, this episode. The big
0: woge bomb has yet to drop. I'm, I'm just telling you now. But Connor Stallion's caught on the Central Michigan sidelines for Sparta game week one. Okay. He was wearing the Facebook Ray Ban glasses, which awful marketing. Zuckerberg. Okay. I was not even aware that that technology existed. I mean,
1: he is all about invading people's privacy. So it kind of actually uh, works. Damn it.
0: Damn it. Damn it. You got a really good point there. Okay. Touche. Touche. But he does have glasses that can record video and audio, like the cookie glasses from Ned's uh, Declassified. So Connor Stallions was recording stuff on the sideline. Uh, I have a very interesting quote, Everett, from a I believe a current Big 12 coach who used to be a sign decoder when he was an assistant. This is what he had to say when asked about the Michigan sign stealing. I mean, you're shooting fish in a barrel. If I was able to do what Michigan was doing, that would be the difference between big time winning and losing. If you filmed all the signals from a game, you'd take that and put it into the film system and match up the play-by-play with what the opponent is running. And then, quote, I mean, it's over. Having a steady film of the signals during a game would be mind-blowing. To me, it would be the same as going and filming somebody's practice, which I'll touch on in a second. If I was on the Michigan staff and was part of that operation, I would be very uncomfortable using that info. To me, that's a big moral line in the sand that was crossed. So one thing I just want to say real quick about the sign stealing itself, Michigan fans are being like, uh who cares if we had your signs uh you still got to match up and play football true correct okay there are many times where everyone in the stadium knows what the play is hey if it's fourth and inches tush push everyone knows what's coming okay so there are obviously examples where it's literally just will on will who is the better team did you execute or not however take yourself in the mind of a michigan dc or an oc okay michigan dc more specifically It is a third and one goal line, red zone, massive critical play. They could run, they could pass, they could do anything. Now, typically, if you were an NFL DC, there is no sign stealing. It's all headsets. You're now in your bag. You're paying attention to personnel. Who are they bringing in? Are they bringing on tight ends? Are they going a fucking heavy goal line package? That's how you're going to determine your play. You, You are noticing what they're doing. That will determine your play call. When you're sign stealing and cheating, you're not analyzing the football game you're not feeling the atmosphere of the game you're not realizing the situation you're in thinking of past results how what they've been doing you're waiting to see their sign and based on that information then you call your play it's not coaching it's just cheating it, it, it's not coaching there's no thought the thought involved that work's already been done in one advance. thing On tape. One thing
1: that I'm realizing that I just want to point out obviously, Connor Stallion's massive plan was to be at Michigan. He didn't care about the NFL or anything. But imagine you're an NFL team and you see that you're like, you think that this DC or this OC is like the smartest, like the the next generation, the next Sean McVay, and you hire him and then you realize that he actually has no idea what the fuck he's doing.
0: Yeah. Mario Cristobal hiring Josh Gaddis at Miami. Look at that offense in 2022. Yeah, are we Gattis, sure
1: oh well, i was gonna say something about alex grinch but actually i don't think he knows sign stealing exists
0: so like, that's so, just ineptitude. okay let's let's get to this next little point there's been some stats from a the athletic did a survey they released some numbers so first 94 percent of head coaches think the, uh, michigan should be punished 92 percent of head coaches believe that the sign stealing operation is worth 10 plus points per game. 84% of head coaches want coach-to-player headset comms. And this is the last thing, which is the biggest piece of cap that's ever been reported in a survey. Only 34% of head coaches have a signal stealer. That is beyond cap. That is so unbelievable. Let's clarify
1: something though uh, with this signal stealer, right? doesn't matter if it's 34% or not. The definition of that that signal stealer is an in-game decoder not a dude yes, wearing yes. sunglasses recording yes, the absolutely. game plan of another yes. team
0: yes i'm talking a ga sitting in the booth he could have binoculars on for that i don't care and he's staring at signs writing down everything but an equal it,
1: you know com- an equal competitive like chance for each team yes is that the definition of that
0: but this is what I want to say. The 34% head coaches have a signal stealer. There's a reason to lie there, even if it's an anonymous survey, okay? There's a reason to lie there. But 94% of head coaches think Michigan should be punished. What that number tells me is that 6% of the head coaches interviewed are doing something relatively similar of a sign sealer. Probably not that big. Probably not that disgusting. But that shows me 6% of head coaches are like, let's not – punish them too hard we might we might get the same punishment too uh that's what that tells me uh obviously take it with a grain of salt but for all the michigan fans being like who even cares doesn't even matter no no it it does it fundamentally changes everything of game day i mean also also
1: some of those teams that lost those games if it was a close game let's say ohio state okay let's say ohio state losing those games you lose out on a lot of revenue because it might affect your chances to go to the playoffs win the championship game go to the championship game um they might screw up your chances to get certain recruits because now your record is worse or they see a team beat you, i.e. Michigan. They might,
0: might not be as willing to give you as much they, NIL money. They might be like,
1: I want to go to this team instead now. Um, or they might be like, well, it's not involved. running it. So I want to go to this different conference to this other team that might be running their conference. So there's a lot of things that are affected marginally by... It's not just win or loss. It's not just record. There are a lot of things that are going into this that affect the way that other teams operate and Michigan itself's revenue stream. Because obviously, since this has happened, they've gotten more wins, which means they've gotten more money. They've gotten better players. And because of that, I mean, at this point, right, yeah, let's just say-
0: players, that's the one thing. The let's just say- The recruiting has not
1: But let's just say, because I'm, I'm going to use your words here, that this team overall is an elite team. Talent, but that what just overall it's an elite team, all right. Yes, your words, football team, right?
0: Yeah, compared to a couple seasons ago,
1: compared to a couple seasons ago, you would not have said the team a couple seasons ago was elite. No, but that's the difference that this could make is since this has started, yeah, Michigan has had more and more elite teams, and now obviously with it being an elite team, you could you could argue like, hey. They're elite now. Maybe cheating's not as much of a factor because they could just get these wins. But in order to get to the team that they have now, they, they that's how they got here. So their, yeah. their entire success to this point, to get to where they are now, where they might be sustainable, is built upon that. And that is, that's the issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could not have said that better myself. That was actually perfect. I'm, I'm just saying, before this sign ceiling thing allegedly began... Harbaugh was 0-6 against Ohio State on the hot seat, okay? Dave Portnoy, who's the biggest Michigan defender right now, they pull up tweets of him saying fire Harbaugh every single week beginning 2018, like up until 2020. So well, everyone well, well, sir, in Michigan so you tell me wanted me, him
1: out. Are you telling me Dave Portnoy knew this whole time?
0: Well, he knows he's a fraud. He He knows... No, I'm that, saying, do
1: you think Dave Cournoy was in on the cheating scandal, and now he's just defending the whole thing? Because that's when he stopped saying fire Harbaugh.
0: No, no, he he's just a fan. But sure, we could go with that. Uh, I, I will just say, though, like, I mean, this is pretty bad. And now Central Michigan, him being on the sidelines doesn't confirm that, like, them in Central Michigan were, like, trying to like take down other teams too like Okay,
1: well I'm going to say this. This is the one thing I'm going to say as somebody who's we can move on. on. We can move no, no, no. On. Uh, this is the last thing I want to say as somebody who's on sidelines for games. I, when I'm on the sideline and I'm looking around, right? I recognize every single person that is within the box, okay? Cuz there when you if you're a if you're a uh anchor or media or something, you are not inside the box unless you are specifically affiliated with the team like you are the team's personal photographer and you're at the practice and everything with him being dressed in actual full apparel and inside the box okay if i was a a student worker on central michigan if i was a co obviously coaches are a little bit more preoccupied if i'm just somebody who's just you know there if i'm a ga and just kind of doing my job i would realize that he looks like he's out of place because he looks like he'd be a a coach or a ga or something not just somebody standing there like even if you want to act as a scout right you're not wearing central michigan apparel so to me that's a little bit fishy because most people would have called him out for being a random dude standing in the box yes because you'd be able to recognize like hey that guy looks out of place oh so you're saying central
0: michigan was very i'm saying that there's in no way like yeah okay would they not have known that he looked out of place yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, it's like, let's say that wasn't Connor Stallions. Jim McElwain, if I pronounce that correctly, I probably did. But he, in his press conference, if if he knew that guy, he would have brought him on stage and be like, nope, guys, this is Mitch. This is our, also- this is our GA it is not Connor Stallions. If that's but he not didn't do that.
1: if that's not Connor Stallions, Michigan's first move right now should be b- shifting all of the blame onto Central Michigan and be like, "No, no, no, actually, that's the guy who's been doing yes. this stuff."
0: Yes, yes, like you'd start deflecting. But they haven't said that. Mi- like Michigan has had no comment on it. Like Central Michigan in four seconds would have been able to check if they knew the coach or not. And if they haven't said anything yet, obviously it was Stallions. But Yeah, I I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think a multiple year bull band's pretty, pretty acceptable now, like actually fair. Like this is bad, but okay. On the NFL, on the NFL. Uh, all right, week eight. Uh, not late. Go the way I expected. I went ten and six. We tied. I think you did better. Okay. All right. Uh, which is good, thank God, because we got a Germany game this week, and I know you would have forgotten it. So uh,
1: <laughs> I, I definitely did. I definitely did.
0: Uh, you know, I want you to guess, which game is the Germany game?
1: Dolphins-Chiefs.
0: Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> yeah, that game I won't watch. That's at 6 a.m. Nope. It's probably
1: the best game of the week, too. That's no, it, the it is the best Eagles. game of the week. Yeah, it is the best. It is the best game of the week. Bills, Bengals, maybe, but no. Dolphins, Chiefs, best game of the week.
0: And it's at six a.m.
1: Smooth moves, NFL. Smooth moves.
0: Yeah, that's they should have flexed it. Should have flexed it. Move the uh, Colt Panthers to Germany. I just think uh,
1: having an international game be flexed is a little difficult. You're like. Yeah, oh, I, uh, Jaguars. I know, possible, Jaguars, you're I mean, going, you're going international back. again for the
0: third time. <laughs> just <see> like <laughs> Doug Pearson, just like, are you fucking? Kidding I'm like, me? Uh, it's
1: a, it's our bye week, man. Like you, what the fuck's going on?
0: <laughs> yeah, but okay, okay. Thursday night, Titans at Steelers. Germany game, Dolphins at Chiefs. Early slate: uh, Jaron Hall versus Taylor Heineke. Cardinals at Browns. Rams at Packers. Commanders at Patriots. Uh, wait commies at Patriot.
1: there's a lot at stake
0: in that one there's a lot at stake
1: the freedom of of western civilization is is at stake there
0: Uh, all right uh, bears at saints seahawks at ravens great bird matchup phenomenal bird matchup bucks at texans colts at panthers which ar15 versus bryce round or no not round two just would have been great giants at raiders boys at eagles bills at Bengals and chargers at jets in prime time what a what a prime time game wow i'm so excited for that one uh but okay this week I, i i i've looked in the mirror i've looked at myself i've said grant stupid idiot stop being such a dummy okay wake up stop using your brain and start using your heart okay that's the answer to all of your problems in life so we are going vibes vibes Five Real quick,
1: how many overall win? Like, what's your overall win total?
0: Seventy-one and fifty-one, but okay, under sixty so, percent, and that so is you not are acceptable.
1: Six games behind me.
0: I feel like this gap should be larger. I I'm a little. I had scared.
1: I had a bad week. A couple weeks, yeah. When you had your bad week, I wasn't much better. You
0: also had a okay, okay. That adds up. But okay, okay. Titans, Chiefs. Taylor Heineke, Browns, Packers, Patriots, which was a change. It was the commies, but because Western civilization is on the line, we have to go with the Patriots. Saints, but Bears is actually the vibes pick there. Seahawks, Texans, Colts, Raiders, Eagles, Bengals, and Chargers, but Jets is the vibe pick there. Now, which of those games is the most questionable vibes pick and i think i know the answer
1: i originally would have been commanders and patriots but because of free freedom
0: western civilization is on the line yeah it's it's not it's not that um watch the i i mean i i'm gonna jinx myself now so i probably shouldn't say it but like watch the patriots just win.
1: you took giants right raiders Oh, Okay, then that's never mind. that was would my have been... most
0: questionable vibe. Pick. Well, no, like, I, I don't, don't also even on think Raiders? it's
1: questionable. I think it is the Raiders.
0: Yes, I mean now that McDaniel's out, Devontae is free. Okay, Va- Adams I'd say is your free. most
1: questionable vibes pick is probably the Chiefs <laughs> over the Dolphins, because Mike McDaniel literally oh, that as, was a head hu-
0: pick. as a that human as a human
1: being is Shit. a is a vibe. Shit. It's locked in now.
0: I I know it is. I just yeah, I just realized- of course did you not see his press conference game.
1: from germany
0: and they today? got there a day early so there's so many things involved um i am though under the impression that uh dolphins blow out the bad teams when they face real competition they i struggle. mean That's taylor where I'm swift
1: on. is not gonna be at the game
0: that is true and shit, otherwise won one this season without taylor we'll they lost it a- Lost the fucking Broncos. No, they beat so. they
1: beat us. They beat us without Taylor Swift.
0: Oh, I thought she was there for that.
1: Nope. Remember, I was complaining about the one game she did not go to in that span was the one in Minnesota.
0: Never mind. She went to the big cities. Shit. I thought I, I thought I had a fun fact there.
1: Ah. <laughs> Almost. Okay. Yeah, we disappoint. Okay. Um. Okay. My picks, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the Vikings when we get there. Uh, Steelers, Dolphins, Vikings browns packers uh call me the soviet union because i'm taking the commanders saints ravens texans panthers raiders eagles Bengals, and jets
0: Uh, just just to make this clear you are fading the vibes okay they're like on that I'll, one, I'll give you a moment to explain why the vibes go on, to the comedies, but you gotta sell me hard here, okay? You gotta sell of, me this Outside of the pen. fight for the free, sell world. me this fucking pen.
1: Outside of the fight for the free rule, free world, free world. If you just look at the commanders, okay, they are three and four, three and five. I don't remember, but they have a losing record, okay?
0: Ron Rivera,
1: Ron Rivera's job, his ass on the fucking line.
0: I think riverboat might be rowing after this season no matter what but yes
1: but his ass for uh, this year or the uh, next job on the line okay sam howell himself as as a player is the vibe quarterback true. one quarterback eight quarterback true. 21 and quarterback like seven over the last four weeks okay
0: true true true, true. terry
1: mccorland corland mclaurin i'm having some problems today terry Mc, Scary terry all right thank you vibe Easy. okay Eric bien has some some past experiences versus Bill Belichick defenses. Not a bad, I mean, not a bad matchup. That's more
0: of the head pick. That That's more yeah. a head reasoning. See,
1: to the there. defense here, liability. But thankfully for the commanders,
0: they're going up against the Patriots. Mac and cheese.
1: <laughs> so uh, who has no wide receivers Corkle. and their best player on offense? I don't know if
0: you- Malik can- Cunningham
1: well yeah uh probably mike gusecki but that that works um so i don't i don't know man it also just doesn't look like bills actually their best player on
0: offense technically special teams but uh, it's the kicker you know what (laughs) the only way obviously the free world then that's kind of like this huge side of the scale I, i cannot Go against the Patriots with knowing that's on the line. I have,
1: but if uh, if Josh if Josh McDaniels gets hired back there in like the next two days, Patriots all the way.
0: It would actually be so Patriots if five minutes after he got fired, he was announced as the Patriots OC. Oh, we all know Bill Bill lets
1: these guys go. He's on go. the
0: phone with him right now. Like, no, but, but he lets right, them go just to,
1: just to destroy other franchises.
0: And now Bill has the practice tape. He's Raiders like, gut. like,
1: yeah. Connor huh? Stallions was on the sidelines over there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't steal. There's no signs in game. How do you steal signs? Practice tape. How yeah, you that? did, you, did you not realize that coaches.
1: after it was only after Bill Belichick got caught recording practices that he started letting his uh, his coaches go and get hired as head coaches, and then get fired and come back.
0: Now I, I we're gonna go the one quick counters i know saban left before but saban was ass in the nfl so i mean that's a whole different but you're on to something you're on to something i'm just saying like okay why did he want to plant him in denver what was what was the goal there how did he know wasn't T- that the was tebow to...
1: wasn't that the tebow season though when they yes. went to
0: the. but did he see them as a threat I, i'm very interested what went through belly's head or or was it just as simple as the objective is not the objective is
1: not to get the tapes the objective is to tank the franchise and remove them from competition so they're like okay okay this team this team doing pretty good right now Tebow taking them to the afc championship wait, 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 but, but, right so now go we're going to hey bill bills giving them the order 66 text all right uh, the, just order 66 but this, is, this.
0: This is my question. When Bill sends over McDaniels to Denver, his goal is to sabotage that. That is that is the um, assumption here. Now, under that assumption, we want to tank their franchise. Bill, is he sending McDaniels over because he knows he's incapable so he can just let him go, job is done? Or is he telling McDaniels, I know, I know it's going to hurt your reputation a lot. I know everyone's going to call you stupid, but i need you to act dumb i need you to go i, I, I legitimately
1: think it well
0: the like thing Matt with patricia i he's defense okay so the oc it's a whole different thing but
1: no with mcdaniels if, though with mcdaniels the thing is he's an okay offensive coordinator when he's under bill because he's reigned in but when and he's with let Tom go Ray. yeah when he's let go i think bill just knows yeah this kid's just a okay. fucking idiot. Like he's okay. gonna, he's gonna just blow himself up. So I, I was gonna say
0: <clears throat> it would actually be uber mega mind if Bill is like, I know it's gonna take a hit to your reputation. I need you to be well,
1: Matt I think Patricia. that was more so with Matt Patricia than it was with Josh McDaniel.
0: I would feel like it's the other way around. I feel like Matt Patricia is a dum dumb. Uh McDaniels <laughs> as OC, the Patriots are cooking. So like, McDaniels might have a clause. <laughs> like, when I leave the Patriots, take a head coach job, I need to suck. And I'll come back, and then I could start trying again.
1: Yeah, hey, remember, when, uh, remember when I'm, he I'm was just... blocked from joining, or he blocked himself from joining the Colts? Either, one, either they thought the Colts were already so bad that it was not necessary for him to leave, or Robert Kraft's grand plan of making him Josh McDaniel, or uh Bill's successor, that, that now plan completely in the shitter after, after this has gone.
0: I mean, if I'm Bob craft, there is only one man. I'm, I'm looking to prepare and become that successor. And you know, his name's Jordan McVeigh. He was just born a couple of days ago. So, that, that's that's who i'm looking at he's the chosen one uh that's right jordan <laughs> mcveigh is anakin skywalker all right but okay. he's
1: gonna bring balance to the, to, uh, to the nfl uh okay look, for I, a while, I, but let's talk vikings Let's yeah talk vikings. i was gonna say let's let me let me let me let me ramble a little bit here um so obviously jaron hall jaron hall is starting and hopefully in this game we do not have a referee uh go and body tackle one of our corners and let the team get a touchdown again uh because it was versus taylor heineke last year where oh, the oh referee... i thought you said that
0: happened last week and i was about to
1: say, no no no, no, no. Oh, that's wow. uh it was last year the first of the commanders with taylor heineke that the uh ref uh literally body slammed one of our players
0: sorry side note i've noticed a significant uptick in slot receivers running into refs in games like college football and nfl i i'm just curious i just don't
1: know what the fuck they're doing um but those feet all right jaron hall will be starting and obviously we did not give up much for uh josh Dobbs. we made two trades at the deadline as for cleveland gone for a six-round pick i think that was a little bit of an undersell i think we could have gotten much more for him because he used to start for us he was playing pretty well um to a team that is going to now use him to start and probably could have gotten a higher pick when he left for free agency after this season but whatever uh, with Josh Dobbs, we had a pick swap. So we gave Arizona a six rounder for Josh Dobbs in the seventh, and that seventh rounder can become a six depending on the way Josh Dobbs plays or how much he plays, whatever that condition is. So we gave up nothing. It's the same thing for Cam Akers. We gave up nothing. The thing I'll give props to Quasy for is Quasi can do trades minus when minus the Ezra Cleveland trade. But like when it's coming to, to Tom
0: Telesco, take notes right now. When take it notes. when it comes
1: to getting players from teams he knows what he's doing when it comes to giving players to other teams no idea what the fuck's going on okay. um okay i some of the fucking draft trades we've done we could have gotten kyle hamilton instead we got louis scene so um but but um i mean hawkinson josh Dobbs, cam acres uh so I, I we gave up nothing and to me one, it signifies that Nick Mullins, who is on IR right now, is not going to be healthy anytime soon because they did not want Sean Mannion's ass to be quarterback two, okay? And so I'm very happy to see. And uh, it also shows to me, because they put so little cap into it, it makes it seem like, okay, you're in Hall starting this week. I think Jaron Hall starts, all right, if he plays well, if he plays well, he's going to continue to start. If he starts to shit the bed, okay, then Josh Dobbs will start. Josh Dobbs essentially is the insurance plan. He's not there to be the guy, like, after this week. yeah, It's Jaron Hall's job until he loses it. If that's this week, in four weeks it's it's it is his job if he comes out and balls guys out are
0: 500 gonna... also so i mean yeah
1: if he comes like... out and balls out like look the worst case scenario for this year we lost our starting quarterback uh justin jefferson is still going to come back but we lost our starting quarterback the season itself oh, yeah, is, is
0: oh is yeah, very is. like
1: whenever you lose your starting quarterback you're always just like all right fuck we don't know what this season is over right vikings are yeah. still playing to win but worst case scenario you just can't just can't and that's that's not that's not anything against like the team or the quarterbacks hey, it's just
0: hey for all i'm saying i remember a team who lost two starting quarterbacks and, and everyone counted them out and that's how our very own cardale jones and the legend came back. well maybe well, maybe the legend is
1: i would also like to state the last time this happened all right sam bradford 2017 played the best game of his career oh my god yes and then got hurt out for, like, eight weeks. Case Keenum comes in. Case Keenum starts. Miracle run. And uh, when Sam Bradford came back, was healthy, they were like, no, we're starting Case.
0: Miracle run. That is one way to describe it.
1: And uh, 2017 made it to the NFC Championship game. Not going to state what happened, but we did make it there. It's not the first time that this has happened. I
0: mean. Yeah, I mean. But... No uh, one was beating sad,
1: sad case didn't get to see the light of day back in Minnesota. Um, that was tough. But uh, I do I do like the Josh Dobbs trade. I just do think that it's Jaron Hall's job until he until he loses it.
0: I, I'm sorry to go on another side tangent, but now that you bring up that season, Nick Foles back up coming in. Case Keenum back up coming in. Now Tom Brady was playing, but who did the Patriots beat that year to go to the Super Bowl? Jaguars. Blake that was Bortles. Jaguars. That was Blake Bortles' uh, one Bortles, good season. Bortles is the goat starter. Well,
1: and so. they had yeah, that. They awesome. had that game too. Remember, it was until. Though I'm pretty sure the refs slid Tom Brady. Though I'm just saying, you
0: literally <laughs> discount every single Patriots suit, every single one, every single.
1: What about the very first one, though? Tuck rule. Tom, was that Tuck rule? Was that 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 was the first season? The
0: second one was technically clean i guess yeah but the first one was tuck like <laughs> shit i mean i've never re-watched that game but my dad still talks about it i don't think like, you were he, alive for dad, that game no no we weren't but my dad was. still personally i was live for, for him. that game oh yeah oh i'm
1: pretty sure right yeah, yeah. yeah. yes 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 yes
0: but i was okay. not alive
1: for the 2001 super bowl but i was alive for the 2001 seasons super bowl yes to clarify so shit's always weird but um yeah so that's that's the thing with the the vikings we'll see how it goes this week and we'll recalibrate and come back on on next week but um unless you have anything else to say i got two in-season wish list that we'll wrap up with uh and one in the episode
0: uh this is a message to the chargers be better that's my yeah, preview. I'm not going to
1: lie. You guys might lose to the Jets and Be better. this week.
0: I'm not expecting to win this. <laughs> I'm not expecting to win this. Like, no. Yeah. You didn't pick us, right?
1: No, I picked the, the Jets.
0: Yeah, okay, good,
1: good. One thing that we could you do, by hate the way... You for
0: picking Heineke this week, too.
1: Oh, no, I'm... Heineke, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, it is no. Heineke, but...
0: It, it was just vibes. I ha- I have to. It's Heineke.
1: If Arthur Smith starts passing it this week now...
0: Well, keep in mind, it's Heineke. He doesn't care what the play call is. Actually, he he, says fuck that. He
1: does whatever. So, yeah. And arguably, I mean, look, him on Washington was like the full vibes because it's Washington and it's Heineke. So that's actually kind of a downgrade now that he's on the Falcons with a better offense. But the offense is better. In theory. In theory. Yes. Um, One thing we could do is coaches on the hot seats. Uh, rankings that's another thing we could do but Mm. um and we get the sirens going for that okay in season wish list actually what's that jordan is jordan mcveigh correct
0: yes jordan mcveigh i'm that's a storyline i will run with for a long time okay jordan mcveigh i am your biggest fan uh
1: okay rams in season wish list Hope Matthew Stafford gets healthy fast. Hope that Stafford throws less interceptions. Create more defensive turnovers. Create more defensive pressure. Lean on the run game more. And hope that Jordan McVeigh is the next generation of Rams head coach.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying the, the potential in store with number 23, Jordan. I mean, I mean the, sky, the sky's the limit. Okay? I mean, wow. Wow, let us just watch yeah. this story unfold, guys.
1: The only dude that might be able to compete with him is if Mike McDaniel had a kid.
0: Yeah, I, I was about to say, I I was about to say.
1: That. Bill, if Bill, only... ha- Bill has had a kid, and I mean, well, Steve multiple. Belichick
0: is hilarious. On the <laughs> that, it is so. great.
1: It is great. <laughs> so but, funny. But, uh, okay. in season wish list. Hope Anthony Richardson comes back healthier than ever next season. Keep feeding Michael Pittman. Hope fourth down defense improves, and hope the offensive line keeps improving.
0: So, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I was I was about to say uh, Shaq or about to say Darius. Now Shaq Leonard isn't he been banged up like on and off every week for like the past he, three years? Like, yep.
1: Yep. And I think they're I don't know how much they're paying him, but I, I do think that he got a pretty hefty contract extension. Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's weird. Like I I hate to say it, but like I just I can't stop thinking about where they'd be if Andrew Luck was still playing. I like I that's a question that I will always ask for the rest of the It
1: year. would marginally it would be the season after the Philip Rivers season when Jacoby was the quarterback. Because that season, or maybe it was Jacoby before either way, the Jacoby season. Was the season, if Andrew Luck was there, they would have made the Super Bowl.
0: It's just, I...
1: Or maybe it's the either way.
0: Double-digit winning seasons, like, every year. And that, la, like, last couple of years of luck. And then the injury...
1: With that, thank you guys so much for watching Listen, listening. Right as five stars. You can find us on Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and on Instagram at WaterboyPod. Make sure to follow me and Grant on Twitter at Everstakes and at Grant. We post <clears throat> new episodes oh, every... Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry, real quick, Everdom. Um, yeah, Chase Young is a 49er go on no nothing else needs to be said about bosa and chase young oh my god the ohio state pass rush duo we never got to see
1: we post new episodes every tuesday and thursday on youtube and all podcast podcast platforms make sure to turn notifications on youtube so you don't miss any of those we post new tiktoks every tuesday to sunday unless grant forgets to post In which case, maybe it's on Monday or not because maybe he'll forget again. Sometimes Um,
0: you guys get a double on Tuesday. (laughs) A little spice up your Tuesday.
1: We post Instagram on Instagram twice a week. Don't want to miss any of that. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Waterboys out.